This morning, the Lord reminds us of the purpose for which he came, to proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God, and that purpose has been transferred to you and I, who have been baptized into Christ Jesus. And so therefore, his purpose and our purpose is one and the same, to proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to all whom we meet. And we must be honest with ourselves, my dear friends, that we, in our modern culture and day, have become a bit complacent in proclaiming the good news that we are called to proclaim. We have become complacent not just in our words, but sadly, even in our actions. Can those around us, by watching what we say and what we do, can they know and identify us as believers in the Lord Jesus? Can they discern that we are Christians by what we say and what we do? That is the hallmark of a disciple of Jesus, that we allow our whole entire lives to be transformed. But sadly, if we're honest with ourselves, we very often just blend into the woodwork of the landscape. We blend in to our neighborhood. And there's no difference in how we're acting as opposed to other people acting. Or people don't know what we are unless we tell them what we are. And it shouldn't be. We should never have to profess that I'm a Christian. They should know we are Christians by the way we live. They should know we are Christians by the love in which we exude from what we exude from ourselves, from the desire to proclaim and witness the good news of salvation. The good news of salvation is what? The kingdom of God is here. We often, we often allow the lie of the devil to make us think that the kingdom of God is heaven, that the kingdom of God is when we die. No, that's the fulfillment of the kingdom. The kingdom is here and now. We who are baptized into Christ Jesus, we are part of that kingdom. We belong to that kingdom. Do we act like we belong to it? Do we act like we live in the kingdom of God? Or do we act like we live in just Fernando County, Brooksville, Florida? Sadly, I think, if we're honest, we often just blend in, as I said before. And so therefore, what we must also remember is that you know, it doesn't mean a hill of beans to someone about morality apart from Christ. Professing what we believe in moral values, which is for all people, because the Ten Commandments, guess what? The Ten Commandments isn't just for a select race or group. The Ten Commandments weren't just for the Israelites and then for us followers of Jesus. The Ten Commandments are for all people. All people, those commandments came. All living beings are to follow the Ten Commandments. But if there is no relationship with God, knowing the Ten Commandments doesn't matter. Our Holy Father, Pope Francis, refers to the, 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 the hospital, the field hospital, in a time of war. You know, people are dying. They are dying from, the, from, being, from not knowing Christ. They're spiritually dying or spiritually dead. Worrying about their high blood pressure isn't going to help save them. I mean, in an emergency, you have to save them where they're at, and then once they come back to health, you worry about their high blood pressure and everything else. And so therefore, our primary purpose 
isn't to preach and proclaim a moral code of what it means to be a Christian. Our main purpose is to proclaim and witness Jesus Christ. Because apart from that relationship, there is no purpose of a moral code. This is crucial, my brothers and sisters, because there are many people out there who profess a belief, who profess a following of Jesus Christ, and yet their moral code is well off balance. We see that most especially and significantly in the, more, in the political order which we're currently in. The profession of those who say they believe in Christ, but support platforms that promote abortion, that just promote the culture of death. They can say all they want that they believe in Jesus, but their reactions are contrary to that. Which indicates that the relationship with the Lord is, is stagnating, is not, it's not fluent, is not growing. And so we also have to be on guard in our own relationship with the Lord. We have to be on guard to make sure that we are growing in the love of God, we are growing in that relationship, that that is our primary mission and concern, our relationship with the Lord and sharing it with those around us. Only when Christ reigns in our hearts and in our minds, only when Christ reigns among those of us who are believers, will we see a transformation of the world. Because then we live by commands, not because we are ordered to, or we are told to, but we live by those commands because we recognize the tremendous love that comes to us from those commands. Not easy. Not easy. To be a Christian isn't an easy task. To be a Christian and a true believer takes blood, sweat, and tears. And as I tell you all the time, it requires to nail us to the cross. And let's all be honest, who wants that? Who wants to be nailed to a cross? I know I don't. However, if I'm going to grow in that relationship with the Lord, I have to die to myself. I have to die to that wound, that wound of original sin of selfishness, that I live only for me, myself, and I. I have to be reminded that I am to live for others, as Jesus did, who freely gave his life, not for himself, but for you and me. The task is daunting, but the good news, my dear friends, is that God gives us every grace, every strength, to be faithful to him if we cooperate with what he desires to share with us. So let us pray as we continue this Mass this morning, that we will be strengthened in our love for God. We will recognize our primary mission, to proclaim and witness the good news of salvation, not so much by what we say, but more importantly, how we live. Live that life of love, that life of mercy, that life of forgiveness, so that all people who encounter us can recognize that we belong to Jesus Christ. God bless you.